welcome to issue, and I can't believe I'm saying this, 159 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions still. Um, and if you don't know what that is by now, you really have to listen to the first 158 uh, plus episodes. But it is a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. I'm contractually obligated to say that, I think. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. Uh, we'll discuss uh, those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape or reshape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I am one of your hosts, returning after a, a, some time. I uh, don't even know how long it's been. Uh, Mustafa. Um, and tonight with me, as usual, are uh, Daniel. Hello. Oh, wait. Was I supposed to say <laughs> you last? It doesn't matter. Okay. It's well, not like you've again. ever followed a script before. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Mustafa. And tonight with me, as usual, are Steve. Hi, Moose. How's it going? Hey, Steve. I'm hey. glad I got it right this time, the order. And Daniel. <laughs> Hello, my dear friend. Hello, Welcome Daniel. back to the lair. Thank you for inviting me. It's, oh. uh, it's a nostalgic trip, for sure. Um, yeah. And... For some reason, we just thought of you when, uh, with this modular set. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fathom why, uh, but maybe it's because Mike's not here. Who knows? Um, it can't possibly have anything to do with the title. Um, <laughs> Daniel. Yeah. What is on your mind tonight? Oh, well, first off, Mustafa, thank you for asking. Something from Timbo Slice is on my mind tonight. That's one of, one of a few things on my mind. Timbo Slice gave us a five-star review. He said, or they said, Hello, I just wanted to say thank you for the content you provide. The group together works so well and is wildly entertaining. I just joined the Discord and love the community building. I started listening to your show last summer and have finally caught up. Keep up the great work, and I'm glad you set up a Patreon and handled it so well on your show. Here's to another 10 years of podcasts and content. Cheers, Timbo Slice. I mean, I have to say, Steve, your mom is getting really creative with those account names. (laughs) Her names, yeah. Timbo Slice. Timbo Slice. That's good. Timbo Slice, thank you so much. Yeah, it's a really nice... This is an email, not necessarily a five-star review, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. but still, uh, really really nice communication. It does, yeah. And uh, caught up from this summer. So that's a lot of listening to us. That seems like an excessive amount. Yeah. I I think we would all agree on that. Yeah. Hey, good on you for listening. (laughs) I have one more thing I'd like to share. Yeah. And maybe this will work as sort of a, a prologue to our chief story of the evening. This comes, this is a little story from our dear listener, Meek. Steve, you know Meek. Yeah, we love Meek. We love Meek. Wasps everywhere. I was walking through my den in my old house, and there were wasps sleeping on the ceiling, on the floor, and on the doors and windows. I was sneaking through, trying not to wake them up. I had multiple dreams of wasps that kind of haunted me. Then I had a dream that I found their nest. It was pitch black hole in a tree, and I pulled out a can of wasp spray and killed them. Haven't dreamed of them since. Wasps. Wasps. Is that a dream or a nightmare? That seems like a very personal nightmare. Oh, I get it. I get it. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What do you think of that? Pretty freaky-deaky, yeah? Yeah, seems fitting for tonight. But why is that, Steve? And 
how did Mustafa show up at the lair on a night like tonight? Well, yeah, out of all nights, he shows up tonight because we're going to look at the personal nightmare set. And we said, hmm, who better to scare our listeners than Mustafa? So uh, I'm really touched. Touched. (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, You know, we we thought, hey, let's have Moose back on. Let's talk about the set because there's there's no unique minions. There's no lore here. This is just sort of a psychological set. So, yeah, no, I don't know what Moose is going to talk about. Uh, I'm completely in the dark on this issue, which is my own personal nightmare, not knowing what we're going to be doing. So. <laughs> Can I do my evil laugh here? <laughs> uh, Steve, you have no idea. Um, no, I have no idea either. Uh, the, you know, I think Daniel asked me yesterday, uh, and I, 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 I thought he was joking when he, was, he said something about nightmares. But I... I did look it up, and you know, nightmare can mean a couple things. It's a bad dream in which our mind is telling us something, or trying to tell us something, or maybe it's just random neurons firing, but we have a kind of scary experience. Although I can't fathom why a bunch of wasps is so scary, but you know, to each their own. Um, (laughs) The other one is an actual thing that's happening that is such a bad experience that you call it a nightmare and you know i I did think about which one is worse so is it worse to have a dream about you know something that scares you wasps or is it something that could happen that's like much worse than a nightmare can actually ever be because when you're dreaming at least I don't know about you guys, but I'm usually aware that it's a dream. Um, it never feels like I'm in reality. And sometimes reality is so bad that you wish it wasn't real or can be. But knowing that it's never going to be not real uh, could be the the worst thing. And that brings me to something I've been told that the the show has kind of da- gone downhill uh, since a certain person departed. Wait, wait. Um, that and the quality I hear is is a little lacking, and especially in terms of high culture, um, you know, deep stuff. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll give you that of, one. The kind okay. of thing that makes you think. Um, That's tough but fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I did want to say, which is worse, to die. To sleep, to sleep, perchance to dream. Aye, there is the rub. For in that sleep of death, what dreams may come when we have shuffled off this mortal coil must give us pause. There is the respect that makes calamity of so long life. For who would bear the whips and scorns of time, the oppressor's wrong, the proud man's contumely, the pangs of despised love, the law's delay, the insolence of office, and the spurns that patient merit of the unworthy takes when he himself might his quietus make with a bare bodkin. Who would fardels bear to grunt and sweat under a weary life, but that the dread of something after death, the undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns, puzzles the will and makes us rather bear those ills we have than fly to others that we know not of. Thus conscience does make cowards of us all. And thus the native hue of resolution is sickly though with the pale cast of thought 
and enterprises of great pith and moments such as this podcast. With disregard, their currents turn awry and lose the name of action. Soft you now, fair Daniel, fair Steve. <laughs> In thy horizons be all my sins remembered. Dang, Moose getting all Hamlet on us. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I think it, you know, somebody had to pick the quality back up a notch. Well, yeah. Quoting the most famous soliloquy of all time helps. Yeah, and it is really about nightmares. What nightmares could we expect that we don't even know of if we were to jump into death's embrace? And according to him, that's what stops us. Because otherwise, why would we suffer the actual nightmares we grapple with every day? Yeah, conscience makes cowards of us all. Indeed. But let's see if these cards make cowards of us all. Are they something to be feared? Or is it just like the olden times when they make some weak cards <laughs> and, you know, just so people can feel like heroes? Right. Wow. Daniel, maybe maybe later I heard we had a few other nightmares. Maybe we could talk about them at the end. How's that sound? Sure, sure. Yeah. Meek's got a whole, like, book of them. I have a couple that I would suggest but i think i think moose had such a nice intro into the cards maybe yeah, maybe yeah. We'll, we'll do that towards the end yeah yeah moose, thanks for coming on too because i gotta say you're right the culture daniel took over the what's on your mind tonight and it's just pales in comparison to what we expect oh, from you so positively yeah so uh, you you guys are being too nice <laughs> i certainly did not drive the number of downloads to 500,000 across 75 countries or whatever it is at now. So you. <laughs> no, no, no. You are you are thoroughly missed. Well, let's do talk about cards. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the personal nightmare modular set. This comes in the Sinister Motives campaign box. There are seven total cards, five by title. This is a required modular set when you play the Mysterio scenario. Mm. So let's take a look at that first card. Daniel, why don't you give us that minion that we have? Oh, you mean the evil doppelganger? There, I knew you'd say it right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it Ganger? I don't know. Isn't the umlaut Ganger? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, it's I know that I grew up saying doppelganger, like a Michigan person. Me too, because the little umlaut was never there because I have an American keyboard that doesn't show that <laughs> yeah so. i well i'm gonna say doppelganger because i think it sounds funnier okay and it means like uh like a double self or something like that so it's a minion with one scheme one attack five hit points with the illusion trait that's interesting the evil doppelganger gets plus x scheme and plus x attack where x is equal to the number of identity specific cards in the engaged player's hand it has two boost icons and a special boost effect, which is to draw three cards and discard three random cards from your hand. Wow. Yeah. I like that. There's two of them. So, you know, there's a couple of them. Um, but why aren't they elite? Well, they're just illusions. So they don't really exist. Yeah. Um, and that illusion trait will come into play in the Mysterio scenario, but otherwise it doesn't. A Mysterio interacts with illusion cards. Right. Uh, so I think that's probably why it's not elite, but um yeah, I was just you know yeah. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> trying to question it just for the sake of questioning it. But although I should say if it's a copy of you and you're so special, how come your illusion isn't special? Maybe you're not so special after all. 
Maybe. Maybe that's the true nightmare. The that true is nightmare. the true nightmare. You meet yourself and you realize how pathetic it is. One one scheme, one attack. <laughs> so disappointed. Yeah. yeah. This is is this how other people see me? That's oh, the best God. I can do. <laughs> now it will get this minor minor boost uh based on the number of hero spe- identity specific cards that you have. Maybe it's a two or a three. I mean, if you even if you have a hand size of five, there's no way all five cards are an identity specific, right? right? That'd be pretty bad luck. That would yeah. be a nightmare. It, yeah, <laughs> for you um, personally. Now, the boost effect is something very interesting. You get to draw three cards, and then you got to pitch three random cards from your hand. You know they're not going to be the cards you want to toss. At least when I play, it's always like the three I was planning on using, or that resource card, or something. Of course, absolutely, yeah. of course. Yeah, I, I kind of like it because it doesn't cripple you like a, a discard would without the draw. So like you're preparing to play a turn and then it says discard two cards or three cards even. That would be even worse. And then your turn is gone. So this kind of throws you a loop but doesn't totally take the fun out of that whole turn. Yeah. Yeah, if you were just if it just said discard three random cards from your hand it'd be it would be brutal. <laughs> That's yeah. like that would be the meanest boost effect of all time. Of all time, yeah. Of all time in this game. I like the theme, too, of the plus scheme, plus attack, where it's your identity-specific cards. I think that's I think that's more clever than just it has your scheme, or it has your thwart, your attack, or whatever, you know? Yeah, because it's better, because if you have your own abilities. So, yeah, I think it's clever, too. Yeah. But it only has five health, so uh, it probably won't last too long. Yeah, <laughs> <So>. it's, <laughs> it's not going to be hitting you, probably. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm a fan of these minions having boost effects. They could have said the life is equal to, you know, one times the player count plus the number of identity specific cards in the engaged player's hand to make it even more themey. But, you know, that would be expecting too much, I guess. That's a lot of words on a card, too. Nah, it's not. <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in life, they would write the little player symbol of one player plus X, and then, you know, just in there, it's an X scheme, X attack, and X hit points. There you go. I did it. Thank you. you. It. You're welcome. You uh, Fantasy Flight. Next time. Try better. Harder. Well, speaking of a lot of words on the cards, Mustafa, why don't you read the next one? All right. This one is called Induced Panic. Um, I think there's only one of these. It is an attachment. It is also an illusion. And it attaches to your identity. Now, I'm I'm hoping that they've kind of, after the seventh revision or whatever, they've kind of resolved the issues about you versus your identity, your player, whatever, right? So oh, it's even worse. It's even worse. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because right underneath it says you cannot resolve triggered abilities in your hero's printed text box. So right, just reading this, uh, I don't know why you attach it to your identity, but then, oh, I get it. So it only blanks your hero, but not your alter ego. Right. 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 Okay. Yep. Triggered abilities in your hero's printed text box. And then helpfully reminds us that triggered abilities are ones with bold timing triggers. Um, okay. And then as an alter ego, you can discard an identity-specific card at random from your hand to discard this card. So I guess you're going to... Take out all your identity-specific cards and then randomly get rid of one of them to get rid of it. That is a lot of work. 
Yeah. That's kind of mean, though. One boost. So it's, that's not really what this card's about. It, no. It, it is a fun card because it blanks. It, well, it doesn't blank a hero's card, but it prevents them from using their abilities. So here's my pop quiz for you guys. How many hero cards don't have a triggered ability? They don't have a bold timing trigger on them. How many do you think there are, and who are they? This is a bit of an unfair question for me. Oof. Um, I think, Moose, you, you have a good shot at getting quite a few of them, actually. No, because I don't even remember what the heroes look like anymore. Uh, oh, even right. the ones that I'm used to. <laughs> I, I haven't played <laughs> yeah. this game in over a year or even maybe longer. Are, are they all in the core box? There's a couple from the core box. Yeah. Um, all right. Is it She-Hulk, my favorite? No, she has a triggered ability, right? She flips and she does do even lift. And it's like, oh, yeah, uh, but that's a triggered one. Does it have it's bold a response? Trigger? Nope. Uh, yeah, it's a response, okay. which is bold. Okay, all right, okay. Um, Spider Man, nope, he has a spider sense, right? When a track attack is initiated, yeah. it has an interrupt on it. Uh, oh, is it Black Panther's setup effect? Yeah, so we're looking at just the hero side, right? Black Panther's hero side just has retaliate on it. That's it. That's there's it. no, there, he has no triggered abilities. He doesn't have an ability he can use. Okay. There's no action or anything like that. Yeah, right. So that's right. one. I'll, I'll give you a clue. There's only four heroes that this card does not impact. Only four out of 47. Out of 47, there's only four. Iron Man just gets a larger hand size, right? Correct. So Iron Man is another one that it doesn't impact. Okay. Stupid Iron Man. Um, geez. Who's someone else like that that just sort of. So one is a new X-Men. There's my hint for you. A new X-Men. All right. Um, Wolverine? Nope. Doesn't he just regenerate? Yeah, but it's a triggered whatever. Oh, when the round starts or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, Steve. You got me. Okay, it's Shadowcat. She doesn't have a triggered ability. It's it's just like this thing happens because all her all her abilities are on her little setup card. Phase card. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. And then the last one is, I don't think you guys would get it, but it's Wasp when she's in giant form. So Wasps are our returning theme. <laughs> wow. Wasps again. Wasps um, again. Giant Wasps. Yeah, only giant, only wasp. giant. Yeah, when she's in tiny form, she has a triggered ability, but not in giant form. So. That's fun. So joke's on Mysterio if you're Shadowcat. Yeah, she's already good enough. <laughs> yeah, right? Jeez, that's, that's a bonkers hero. But I thought it was in impressive that it still impacts 43 of these heroes so. yeah yeah i mean it would have to because if it didn't impact a whole bunch of heroes then there would be no reason to try to discard it yeah i mean i think one of the you know the true tough parts of this card for most heroes is that you have to be an alter ego for a bit yeah if you want to get rid of There's it plenty yeah. of heroes that don't stay there much so hmm, fascinating that's a great card i like it it's not horrible not debilitating, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me tell you about the next card. Oh, I'm scared already. Uh, you should be, because this is your deepest fears. Oh. And there are two of these treacheries. They have peril on them. So while you're oh. resolving this card, other players cannot help you, because they're your deepest fears, not theirs. Uh, oh. When revealed, discard cards from the top of your deck equal to the number of cards in your hand. If at least one identity-specific card was discarded this way, Place one threat on the main scheme. If no identity-specific card was discarded this way, take one damage. And a whopping zero boost icon. Lame. This lame. card is lame. 
yeah, it's not all that fearful. Um, yeah, I, if this is a deepest fear. I, you know, like <laughs> what are shallow fears? Like, oh, I got a paper cut. <laughs> so, like, my deepest fear is shark attack, and that's really easy to avoid. You go in the water. <laughs> yeah, just avoid. Yeah, seems pretty obvious. This is, I think, I don't know, Steve. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe the weakest encounter card in all of Marvel Champions. I mean, I guess discarding you discard those cards so you get quicker to decking. But that's not a bad thing necessarily. Yeah, it's what's going to happen is you're going to discard f- between four to six cards yeah. off the top of your deck, typically depending on what form you're in. There's a real good chance one of those is an identity specific card, so you're going to pull one threat in the main scheme. Yeah. Big if some, somehow you manage to not do that, you take one damage. It's, yeah, it's really, really pretty weak. It doesn't even have the illusion trait to help Mysterio out. And there's no, Mysterio on the cover art. So, I mean, I like the theme that it's peril. But why is it peril? How are the other players going to help you? What well, does peril do? I, I think it's a 100% theme thing. Yeah, I think so too. Because, yeah, what would they do? Cancel it? Cancel it. Why would you cancel this card? Where? <laughs> So bizarre, yeah. yeah no boost icon. You're like, what? And there's two of them. So, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the the only way that this card is impactful is you're sitting at one health, or the the main scheme is going to go over. But if you put one threat on it, that's such a corner case, right? So, yeah. And if you're in that situation, you've already lost without this card anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Well, and no boost. The the no boost. There's, nothing going for this card i i'm trying to think of it in like the larger sense of where it fits in the scenario and the rest of like i don't think it's like mysterio is so hard that he needs a couple cards that are just sort of okay so if we take it back i think you just you just touched on why this card is is good let's say in mysterio so we haven't done mysterio yet it's coming up right folks um but mysterio is putting encounter cards into the player decks. Oh, that's right. And if it's those cards, card. if those encounter cards are discarded, they get put in play with you. So this may dig through your deck faster in order to get one of those encounter cards so that okay. it gets revealed, right? Like in Mysterio, it could have that impact because right. you're going to dig for those encounter cards that he's been shoving into your deck. Outside of Mysterio, weak sauce. Super, super weak. Dude, this is, yeah, just throw a bomb scare in this. If you want a little easy peasy night, Lord. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I remember that now with Mysterio. That's right. He throws things in your deck. Yeah, maybe we'll have to revisit this card when we do Mysterio. It could be so much better if they said, you know, X number of threat on the main scheme if X identity specific cards were discarded, right? Like discard two, you put two on. Three, you put three on. Yeah. 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 It could easily scale. Place one threat in the main scheme for each card discarded this way. Or yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Now, what's cool about this is this uh, modular set's got two side schemes. It's trying to do two things with your personal nightmare fears. This one this one speaks to me personally. Weakness from within. A side scheme. A master of scare tactics. Mysterio uses even the slightest flinch for insight into his victim's phobias. When revealed, place one additional threat here for each card in your hand. It has the hazard icon. Starts with one threat and has two boost icons. That's pretty cool. What's going on with the art? Those are bats. Yeah, I get that. And that's Why? like 
Scarlet Spider, maybe? Why is there, like, this masked person draped over this guy with either a hand or a foot over his body? That's his arm. That's an arm. I think he's shielding this person from the bats. Or he's starting to shield the person from the bats, maybe? Okay. I'll buy that. And this person on the ground is the weakness from within guy? Yeah, I take it. I guess yeah. he's the one that, yeah, that's covering Sondering these bats from his his psyche, maybe. Looks like looks like an innocent bystander. Doesn't look like a hero. No, yeah, he's got a tie, right? He's... Yeah, tie. That's clearly and a, and glasses and a it looks like a business attire. Anyway, maybe he's in the IT department. <laughs> Surely, they always <laughs> wear ties. All right, so it's gonna be you're gonna add. F- Again, four to six threat to this. So it's going to be a five to eight threat hazard side scheme, right? Yep. Yeah. That's not bad. Two boost average. Yeah. Solo, this card is worse than multiplayer because it doesn't scale in multiplayer, mm-hmm. right? It could just be six threat on here instead of three per player or something like that. So I like how it targets just you, though. It's kind of neat. Yeah. But we have another one that is, well, I think. We saved the best for last year. Go, this is go ahead. Card. Yeah. Okay. So this one is another side scheme. It's called Fool's Paradise. Um, and it says Victory 1. When defeated, add this card to the victory display. And I'm guessing this means something in the Mysterio scenario. Each identity gets plus two hand size. Okay. <laughs> so that's where the Fool part comes in, I guess. And it's got all the icons. I forget their names, but it accelerates. It's you have to deal with it before everything else, and it's a hazard, and it's got six threat per player. It's three boost icons too. Yeah, three boost icons. So if you're not throwing it as a side scheme, it's still boosting nicely. Um, I guess the plus two hand size is great until you consider some of these other cards in here, which look to see identity-specific cards. So bigger hand size gives you potentially more identity-specific cards. But I don't know whether that's a... I mean, yeah, I, I think I, I would take the plus two hand size. Well, you're sure. going through your deck faster. Yeah, I, okay, so the plus two hand size, the heroes are going to like that. But you're right, it's going to impact weakness from within, so more threat will be put there. Deepest fears, you're going to discard more cards, so you're going to dig through faster. Evil Doppelganger could be larger because you have more cards in your hand. Um, the only one it doesn't play with is Induced Panic. But the triple icons, is it worth two extra cards in your hand to accelerate Crisis and Hazard? I, I don't know. I don't think... Well, I, I, I do appreciate that this one has the Crisis icon. Like You have to get rid of it first because there's probably some heroes that would be like, that's fine. Yeah. I'll take the two. You know what I mean? Like... And and so it gets away from that kind of shenaniganery, if that's a word, which I don't think it is. And I don't know how good the heroes have gotten due to power creep, but 24 has got to be tough still. That still is tough. If you're yeah. playing for a player. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. still a problem. Yeah, yeah six and solos, <laughs> no joke, right? Because that's a, that's a lot. So main schemes only have six. Um, so you're, you're, you're racing with that acceleration icon, and you're still trying to get rid of this thing. But do you, I think the nice part is how 
long do you really leave it there? Can you play that game where like, yeah, I'm going to let threat come up, or I'm going to take the extra cards because I w- love this plus two hand size? So, I guess you'll find out whether you were a fool or not. If you <laughs> was if it you paradise lose. or not, you yeah. thought you were in paradise. Yep. Yep. It turns out it was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that victory one means right, like once you clear it, it never comes back again. So it's a, a one and done. It, it doesn't get shuffled back in. So uh, yeah, so yeah. victory victory doesn't really mean anything in this in this scenario that it's. In a campaign, it might because you score the victory points and stuff like that. But in a scenario outside of a campaign, it's just no. It's just like yeah, it just means you won't see it twice. Yeah, cool. I like. I kind of like this set, but it's there's some fun cards in this set. Fun cards. I'm torn on the efficacy of them. Yeah. um, I mean, you'd certainly never play this outside of Mysterio. I don't think. I I put it in a a game um, because I want to see how Fool's Paradise does. I mean, there's a couple. Fool's Paradise and Induced Panic can both really give a hero a hard time. Evil Doppelganger is just another minion that you have to deal with. Um, and then, like we said, Deepest Fears, Weakness from Within. They're, I mean, Deepest Fears is pretty weak outside of Mysterio. But um, unless maybe you're playing in like Electro 2 or Sandman, where the faster the deck empties out, the worse it is for you. So Deepest Fears is going to empty the deck out quicker. Like, oh, I guess that's not even that deck. It's, it's your deck. That deck. Yeah, it's no, right. you're right. I take it back. No. Yeah. Well, so give it a grade. Go. Give it a grade. C plus. Okay. I'm gonna agree with uh, Mister there. C plus. Fool's Paradise is an A, but the rest of it, uh, it's themey and cute. But I don't know. I'm not really blown away by how yeah. much this this one hurts you. I don't know much about Mysterio, but I'm gonna take everything you guys said at face value. So in Mysterio, it might be a slightly better grade, like a B or something. Yeah. That seems fair. Or I wish you could just take this full fool's paradise card and just add it in. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Why go not? It. Who's gonna stop you? Put it in the deck. <laughs> Critical encounters house rule. Oh, there we go. Every time it was on the show. Always include fool's paradise. Fool's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> because it's fun. Yeah. It is. It does make the game harder. I know plus two hand size is dreamy, but what kind of dream is it? Hard a to nightmare. say. It could, be a, it could be one of those nightmares that someone sent us. Daniel, you got another nightmare for us? You know that Meek has this nightmare of this feral-looking witch woman who's crawling on all fours and pouncing on him in his bedroom, screaming at him? He wow. probably go see somebody. Talk to someone. <laughs> um, I, I love the phrase, feral-looking witch woman. It's just, mm. I really enjoy that. It sounds, it's fun to say. Yeah. Now I asked my kids going into this if yeah. they had if they had like a personal nightmare, not a nightmare or not a dream, but like a fear that they oh, had. Okay. And they both agreed that one of their biggest fears would be to be at one of their friends' house and clog the toilet. Oh, that <laughs> oh. is embarrassing. Yeah. 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 I there's gotta be at least a couple movie scenes about that. Yeah. Yeah. I had one personally when we first, you guys are fathers. So I had one when we had our first child um, that I was wandering the neighborhood and there were bears in the neighborhood. This was very urban suburbia kind of thing. We're not out in the wild. And the bears had gotten my son. And it, oh, the, no. like, I woke up in like a sweat and it still haunts me. He's 15 now. And it still bothers me. I think I had that dream when he was like one. So, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's definitely worse than board game lawyers where he dreamt that Willy Wonka drowned him in his river of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that almost sounds not so bad. Yeah, yeah. it almost yeah. sounds like that Fool's Paradise card. <laughs> <laughs> On the one hand, it's chocolate. On the other hand, you're drowning. <laughs> well, the world is full of nightmares. Steve, what if more people wanted to share theirs with us? How would they find us? Yeah, do you want to tell us your personal nightmare? You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel or our Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, Wandering Took, and The Truth. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Uh, Mr. Lovecraft, take us out. And where Nyarlathotep went, rest vanished for the small hours were rent with the screams of nightmare. The kids are still not asleep, so. Ay, Dios mio. Kathy's There's gonna... a nightmare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it seems like a recurring one. Bedtime is a nightmare. <laughs>